With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy New Year, guys, and welcome to another edition of Primetime Kitchen here on Real Radio 104.1. You guys know the deal. This show is dedicated to living, loving, and learning about all things delicious. I am Jim Colbert. I'm Heather McPherson. You are Heather McPherson. I am. Happy New Year. And happy New Year to you as well. The show is brought to you by Wassie's Meats over in Melbourne. Love these guys. If you want a big green egg, there's only one spot to get it, and that's at Wassie's Meats. Matter of fact, they do a big green egg fest. It's called the Sunshine State Egg Fest, uh, April. And the cool thing about that is, Heather, they, they break out 100 eggs for all the chefs to use, and then afterwards, guess what they do? They sell them at a massively discounted price. Wow, so you want to be there. That's right. And if you log on to wassiesmeats.com, you can actually get your name on the list and prepay for one. So that day, you take it away, and you save lots of money because it's not just the egg. It's the nest. In other words, that rolling thing it sits in. Plus, you get the setter plate that lets you cook indirectly. All of that at a greatly, greatly discounted price. Uh, they're great guys, and we really appreciate their sponsorship for this show. And uh, that's Wassie's Meats in Melbourne. How's your new year, love? It's great. Actually, off to a good start. I can't, in a way, uh, it's going too fast already. It is, man. It was like, look at the calendar, to, you know, I mean, Friday the 13th, are you kidding me? I kind of felt like the whole week has been a dress rehearsal for Friday the 13th, but just only because, I'm mean, busy in a happy way. Yeah, you are busy. And you know what? The cool thing is, is you're actually doing something you really, really love doing. I mean, right? I, mean, I am. Yeah. I mean, you did the thing for the Sentinel for so long, and of course that, you know, you, you just kind of did it, and you did it, and then time to move on to something else. And now you're working with some of the most heralded cooks, chefs, whatever, in the entire U.S., and allowing and helping these guys kind of uh, source locally and creating vibes for the restaurant. Great, uh, great cool things over at Homecoming and at Norman, Norman Van Aken's place out in Mount Dora, which is slowly but surely becoming one of the, the hot spots in the city. It is. You know, we've got this new Sunday suppers that we um, started um, late last year, and it's a time for you to just to sit and relax and refresh, refuel for the year. And it's dinner, not like if you and Tori were going and you would each order an app or just one to share. Yep. And no, you order a Sunday supper. So it comes <laughs> to the table and it's a full chicken. And it's the same thing you would, they've done all the work. Right, right. You just get to sit there and have great conversation. I think it's a wonderful addition naturally after brunch. An incredible cocktail. They have incredible cocktails there, <laughs> incredible too. Cocktails. <laughs> and this time of year, Mount Dora is, like, exceptionally, like, perfect. I tell you what, I think everywhere in Central Florida is exceptional. I mean, goodbye winter. Thank you for visiting. Right, yeah. For, like, what, 24, 48 hours. It was the best, best weekend we've seen. And, <laughs> and this is the time that we're really enjoying our, you know, all the wonderful places around Central Florida, from Mount Dora to Deland, yeah. Winter Garden. Out of Disney Springs, one of those know, great new properties out right. there. It's awesome. It's a time to go walk around, have some cocktails, sure go is. to some places you've never been before, which is what you and I are all about here, getting and people exactly. out to these restaurants. A hundred percent. You know what? And this, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about traveling to eat because yeah. you know, the good thing about your job with the Sentinel for so many years is, is, you know, you are a very learned person. And one of the great things, one of the unbelievable additions to the program is uh, I'm learning this stuff that you've already kind of done a little bit. And my exuberance in doing this has kind of rekindled your fire for it a little bit, which is awesome. Of course, everybody knows I love New Orleans. And I was there this past week. We, my wife and I uh, went up to see 
see the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, book this show. And, of course, the way that Allegiant flies in and out of there, it's not like we can fly up, see the show, and then fly out. We have to wait until they fly because they only go to certain areas certain days. Turns out we were in town for four days, which was awful. Oh, darn. Oh, darn. You were in one of the food capitals. Of the U.S. Awful. You know, and New Orleans has always been a town. My husband and I are Jazz Fest regulars, oh which God. is also a spring event. And um, we like Jazz Fest because it's manageable. It's not as crazy as Mardi Gras. And it's a, and look, let's face it, it's a little, it's a way different crowd. Oh, yeah. And, and the Jazz Fest name for it, there is a lot of jazz there, but it is really great rock and roll, too. Yep, good blues if you've never as well. Been, oh, crazy. Uh, it's just, if you're a music lover across genres, you got to go at least once a year. But we're always so... There's always the usual places that you want to go to, like Mother's and all kinds of wonderful places that everyone knows about. Food is such an art form in New Orleans that everywhere you go, nobody will bring it to the table unless it's you know really good. And so it's, you're sort of surrounded by markets. And you know, when you go to Central Grocery, I hope you and Tori got into there and got some olive relish and got a muffaletta sandwich. And when you go to these places, you're just like... You know, this is a religion. Yeah, you there. go to, to Mother for a ham sandwich and some red beans and rice. That's legendary there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people hit the places like Cafe Dumont, and we we took a newbie with us. We've been there a lot, you know, 15, 16, 18 times, whatever. Uh-huh. And we took a uh, someone who had never been there, so we have to do the, the local staples, you're right. Right. But you know what's weird, Heather, what I found out, you know, there are those places like Armand's, and everybody knows about it. They've been around for like literally 150 years. Literally, yes. I think Armand's opened in 1840. <laughs> uh, but they have it, a museum upstairs. <laughs> they do. Never right. do. It's wonderful, yeah. And, and the food is is exceptionally good. But what I have found out about New Orleans, and I want to talk to you about your travels and eating, because I'm just beginning that side of my world, uh-huh. that instead of going into a place and looking for just the bars to go drink and have a good time, <laughs> I now am looking for great restaurants, whether it be from my right. Uber driver, or from the concierge at the hotel, or some dude on the street. I'm looking for an inside track to some great food. But, you know, we were just walking around the city showing someone new the city, and when we would get hum- hungry, we would just dive in somewhere. But it turns out, that like four of the places we just dove into had some of the best food that I've had there in 10 years. Whether it be just barbecue shrimp Mm -hmm. or red beans and rice, still the execution on uh, the simplest of dishes. I mean, how much more simple could a bowl of red beans and rice be? But yet... I've tasted them where there's zero flavor. And the bowl I had this weekend, I almost like, just fill this bag up with it. And uh-huh. I'll take it on the plane with me. I think that the key to traveling is to accept the adventure. Like you said, walk into the places that you have a good instinct about. They may not all pan out, but you have to walk through the door. Remember one time my husband and I were in San Francisco at a food conference. We're staying at a really high-end hotel. We're staying at San Francisco as many Ritz Carlton's. Yeah. But we were staying at one. And we were... Um, within walking distance of Chinatown, and we really wanted to go and have some authentic food. And we talked to someone in the hotel, not the concierge, just somebody who was working there, and said, where would you go? And this person gave us directions that we ended up going down a couple alleys. We actually walked through one restaurant and upstairs. And and you bring your you bring your own beverages because they don't have a liquor license, uh-huh. and they said stop and buy yourself a six pack of beer, or wine, whatever you want to drink. <laughs> the best food in ages. And it was by the time I got back to my conference, which was the Association of Food Journalists conference, I was talking to my dear friend Michael Bauer, who's the restaurant critic for the Chronicle, the San Francisco Chronicle, and he goes that rag. He said you found the place. Oh really? Yeah. He goes, oh my gosh. And he said, how did you know to go there? I said, some 
employee, not a manager, not anyone at the Ritz. I said, you know, we really want to go. We want to explore. And he said, I got the place. And he goes, you found the secret place. Well, let me tell you, oddly enough, I've been in San Francisco one time in my entire life. Went out there when we went to Napa. We stayed in San Fran for a couple nights and went up to Napa. Had great food in Napa, by the way. Oh, yeah. And then came back and had the exact same experience. Now, we were just walking through Chinatown and happened to get hungry. And I was like, well, let's don't go to one of these places here. Let's go somewhere like off to the side. Now, I saw these people on this chair, I swear to God. The balcony was barely big enough to even stand on, but yet there were tables on it, right? Right. But it gave you this great view of people walking up and down Powell there, whatever uh-huh. the street was, right? So we're, we're out there, and I was like, we're going to eat there, and I'm not sure we're not going to get something horrible that's going to put us down for two days, but we're going to give it a shot because it says been open since time started, right? And like you said, had to walk through a lobby, up through a guy. This dude's mom had to carry us three flights of store, stairs. I had to ride a dog part of the way. Had to climb a rope ladder. He did not. <laughs> and we finally and we get up there. And I honestly, my wife has to go out on the balcony first so that I can follow her out because there was no room the two of you for us to go yeah. for her to go around the table. Unbelievable food. As fresh and clean, not mired with uh, preservatives or anything. It was just beautifully made, simple food that was mm-hmm. every single bite was wonderful. They did serve alcohol because I drank it all. So, but when you were in New Orleans, you went to one of the newer places from one of my favorite restaurateurs. Yeah, you did. Actually, uh, we went to uh, uh, Emerald's new spot called Merrill. Named after his daughter, exactly, mm-hmm. and it's down on it's down off of Magazine on a little city on a little street called Gerard, which is about Gerard, which is a beautiful part of the city. You know what? I hadn't I hadn't been down there much. A lot but, of architecture. What oh my God! Well, not to mention, you, everybody believes just the quarter. You go in the quarter, and the, and the quarter's fun. There's no question. But we've been in the quarter a bunch. So usually when we go there, we would rent a excuse me, we rent a car and we just drive around. You know, mm-hmm. we just look at everything. Well, I told my wife when we come back here next time. You know, we're going to spend all of our time down there because, buddy, let me tell you, there are some unbelievable-looking spots down there, and Merrill is no exception. That room is exactly what you would think something that would have the tag that Emerald Agassi would put on it. It is a gorgeous room. The floors are beautiful. The decor is simple and clean and inviting. Nice. It's not pretentious. It's inviting and fun. And there was music, and the I'm bar so was right jealous. up front. <laughs> and you know, they they we got right in and got a table, and and the flavors were awesome. I mean, really had good. I mean, the best Brussels sprout I've ever eaten in my entire life. And I will say, people, that is not light. He's not saying that lightly because you and I both take our Brussels sprouts very, very seriously. Very seriously. Yes. I made some at the house, and just so you guys know, you can roast them with olive oil, salt, and pepper. <laughs> I tasso ham and roasted red peppers tossed together with them as they roast. Absolutely great. These guys had it on a totally different world because the outside leaves were charred perfectly, but the inside was still soft and a little bitter, exactly how you want it. And it was dressed with something with just a little bit sweet, and it was perfect. Like an aged balsamic or it was, I don't whatever? Know what it was, man. It was so good. Interesting. And it was a perfect accompaniment because I had the uh, crispy Korean ribs. Uh-huh. How were they? Which I love, which were unbelievably good. The bite was perfect, seasoned perfectly. Um, the one thing is I expected to have more food, but it didn't matter because we had layers of food. You know, yeah. because the entrees are a little bit smaller than I'm used to, but that's how it's built. Right. And I didn't learn that until we were kind of getting there. Like, oh, yeah, well, our entrees are a little smaller, so you want to get a couple of things here. And Heather. So you did. So, Heather. <laughs> so we all ordered a bunch of something so we could try. And Tori ordered, Tori's a biscuit freak. All girls are bread freaks, right? <laughs> 
all girls are bread. I don't know. You're a bread freak. I'm not going to speak for the entire <laughs> female nation. On I, that. It's okay. I'll do it all. But the time. I do. But I do like my carbs. And they brought out their biscuit, and it's like in this tiny little frying pan that like you'd make one egg in, like a little uh, little um, uh, cast iron cast frying iron. pan. Uh-huh. So it's baked in that, and they have it where they, right as the dough is about to cook, they just kind of do a knife where they cut it uh, into quarters, but uh-huh. it's not cut all the way through. It's just baked with those lines, so you could break it apart. Fagua butter. Oh, man. And in-house made raspberry preserves. And I will tell you, that, my friends, is what they <laughs> refer to as and. A game changer because there is nothing more rich and beautiful than foie gras. And then when you in when you put it into that creamery made butter, and there, there's a little seasoning in there that which it didn't even need. Right. It could have just been the foie gras and butter, and it was with that sweet on top. We were fighting over the last one. It was really really good. Roasted cauliflower with like a pimento base, not cheesy though, just the pimento again. The good contrast, the the yeah. very raw, not bitter, but you know how cauliflower is. It's oh, a yeah. very, very earthy flavor. And then you had that great little sharp flavor of the pimento. It was great. God, it was great. Great. Had a good time. And the peanut butter pie was great as well. So uh, Merrill's was a good exception. Can't wait to go back and give them another shot, you know, and try some of the other stuff. It was very good. So if you're ever there, you want to give Merrill's a shot and uh, right on Girard. It's all all good. It was real good, actually. So you know, it's really one of my favorite towns. Uh, it's just a, it's a town where music and food are so well combined. You and can't you, go around there. And you know, you know, you're in a good spot. And, and this is exactly what I told Tori. I got up one morning. I went down to get his coffee. Uh, we sit the Hyatt down in the quarter. By the way, if you ever, I think it's a great stay. I've stayed at all the little places. It's fun, but it's always good to have those modern conveniences when you're when you're there. You know. And I went down to get coffee, and the minute I stepped out in, into the uh, hallway, it's eight in the morning, Heather. And what do I smell? Food. Uh-huh. And food and that's why i put up on my facebook page man the one thing about new orleans there are always something on a burner there's always something cooking and there's always music playing and absolutely loved it and i would always suggest going there and of course if you want to do it you want to try merrill's you want to try some of the other spots it's great great food we're gonna take a little break we'll come back in a second we'll talk more about traveling and eating can't wait we have some cool events coming up and we there's do. a there's a restaurant explosion <laughs> happening in my part of town and i'm finally happy about it hard hats it's happening right there in maitland we'll do more of that right here on Primetime Kitchen. Primetime Kitchen here on Real Radio 104.1, show dedicated to living, loving, and learning about all things delicious. That is what we do better than anybody. I'm Jim Colbert. Are you okay? I'm Heather McPherson, but you just hit yourself, and it seemed to hurt. I'm super excited about being back on the air in 2017. You know, 2016, it seems like it's been a couple of weeks. It does seem like that. I took too long of a vacation this time. Also, want to remind you guys, uh, we're going to be at K Restaurant on the 25th. That's Wednesday, January 25th, for the next live taping of Primetime Kitchen. Now, I have the walkthrough today with Kevin and the guys from Goose Island. We're going to do another pairing of those great uh, Sour Sisters beers uh, with some great dishes from who I think is one of the most established and creative chefs in the city of Orlando, who is actually pairing up with Emerald Agassi to create a foundation to get kids into not only cooking, but also understanding the idea of clean farming and bringing those fresh vegetables, fresh eggs, milk, all local ingredients into their dishes, and really teaching them about what cooking great, simple food is all about. And that's really that minimalist attitude really is starting to permeate the restaurant business, which I'm super happy for because let the food do do its thing, 
please stop no. putting balsamic <laughs> glaze on everything restaurants. We get it. You dig it. It's easy. And it's kind of cheating now, actually. You know, so I'm glad about that. Right. So that's really good. So the 25th of January, please mark your calendar the next live taping of Primetime Kitchen. Can't wait to work with Kevin and hang out of his place. By the way, he's got a garden out back. You'll love the spot. It's a must-go-to in Orlando. Uh, I had one of the best dining experiences of 2016 in Kevin's restaurant, and it came highly recommended, and now I know why. He is a straight-up monster of a cook. He is. And, a lot, you know, the whole the – whole, the, the edible schoolyard, which is what it's right, going yeah. to be. Uh, he actually partnered with the Irma Lagasse Foundation. Kevin has been working for years with the Orlando Culinary Academy, and, or the Orlando um, Academy, the youth school right there in um, College Park, and teaching them how to cook and inviting many local professionals to go in and judge their cooking competitions, do all kinds of stuff. And so this has just been really an organic thing. Orlando Junior Junior Academy. Sorry, I messed up that name to begin okay, with. No Orlando Junior Academy, and it's just a be- beautiful place. Kids are the. That's when you want to teach them to appreciate what's in the garden. They learn math better. They learn science better because cooking 100%. is edible chem- chemistry. It damn sure is. And you know he has spearheaded this thing to reach out to the Emerald Lagasse Foundation, combining both efforts into what is really going to be a beautiful, beautiful place. It's really taking shape. And uh, can't, we both can't wait for the ribbon I, cutting. I literally cannot. And I'm telling you, if you ever want a great follow on Facebook to show not only some unbelievable food, also some great events at his restaurant. And he's Kevin not, Fonzo. He, he's not paying me for this, but F-O-N-Z-O. No, yeah. F-O-N-Z-O. I'm telling you, Kevin Fonzo, you'll like him. He owns K Restaurant here in Central Florida. And really, he's been such a vital part of the culinary world exploding in Central Florida from great recipes that to Italian suppers, like you're talking about, yes. to, to great dishes that I, I got uh, – I got introduced to with that stuffed squash blossom that's tempura fried as an appetizer at his restaurant. It's just genuinely one of the things in the city I think you kind of got to have. And that squash blossom, by the way, comes from the garden that you see in the pictures, those kids walking through. Absolutely. Can't wait. So let's talk more about traveling and eating because I know that you've done a lot of this, and I'm on the cusp of doing it. I've done a little bit in Denver, you know, up in Maine. you got to go to some spots and have right. some great lobster and seafood because that's what it's all about. Found some up there. Right. What a, what a, kind of, when you're talking to our audience, Heather, and outside of you being a professional for so long in this business, what do you think a good start for somebody would be? You know, I'm going to probably get a lot of people angry, <laughs> angry at me when I tell them what I don't look at. Okay. I do not look at Yelp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody... I, do, I do not look at, at – but a lot of travelers do. Yeah. And I, I just restaurant, – uh, Restaurant owners hate it. It – what I do is what I will find is in town the local real reviewers. If I'm going to do some research from Orlando before I go to San Francisco or whatever, I'll find out who is, you know, I, I happen to know Michael Bauer at the Chronicle, but I'll find out who that person is. Start to look through some of their stuff and read a variety of it. Right. That sort of thing. Look for if they have, if there's a creative loafing magazine, something similar to Orlando Weekly, an alt paper, just, you know, something like that to get that information. But someone who is going out and comparing and contrasting a lot of different restaurants. And, and I would also say that I don't like reviewers who only deal with high-level dining. You know, you know, they do the money signs, two, you know, two, one, two, three, four, whatever. You know, I find that I have had better experiences when I've expected less. Right. And I know that sounds rudimentary and pretty amateurish, but but I, I don't have any problem with that because I am. But I, I agree with that 100%. When I go in, I want to find something, and I would look for a reviewer or somebody who, who doesn't just do the white linen. You know, show me a burger place I'm going to like. How about a, right. how about a really good street taco somewhere? I also look at TripAdvisor very skeptically because I, I've been – I've 
I've just seen it not pan out correctly. And unless you look at it through the skeptical eyes of a reporter where you're thinking, okay, good review, bad review, good review, bad review, and then like totally off the wall. Right. Really good review, and it just doesn't all sort of fit. And compared to other things, I've just found it's just not a play. It's just not a method I want to trust. That being said, I'll do a little bit of that research, but you don't want to overdo it because once you get into town and you check into wherever you're doing, if you're running into friends or locals, you want to find out where the locals are going. Right. You know, and you know, we know in Central Florida that we've got all these hidden gems. We have Cress up in the land. Right. We have you know. 1921 in Mount Dora. Pharmacy out on You know, Lake. you've got, even though Henry and Michelle Salgado recently sold um, their restaurant, New Smyrna Beach, it's owned by the people who have been running it. So you've got Spanish River Grill. Oh. You've got places like that. These are places you're not going to necessarily get to know unless right. you start talking to locals. A hundred percent. Where do you go? Your friends, um, your family, whoever you're visiting. If you're in a hotel... You know, concierges are always a good place to go to, incredible amount of information. I also talk to the people who, you know, maybe the person who's um, taking your car keys or your rental car keys, the bellhop on the way up, where do you go? You know, I want to know where real people eat, not management. Mm-hmm. Who think they know where I want to eat. Exactly. Or who has a deal with the restaurant to send traffic over. Yeah. Because we know that happens in hotels here. And there in are some really, you know, there's going to be... Places, New Orleans is a great example yep. where you want to go to some of the classics, but but you want to find those little gems that the people are just talking about in Austin that, you know, that, that nobody's ever been to how, yet. Or how about in Savannah? Exactly. Yeah, I think that's going to be my next trip up the coast is we're going to go up to Savannah. And even though... Don't know, overlook Raleigh. Oh, yeah, but because we know that's exploding, though. I mean, yeah, that, that Raleigh's got hot. That yeah. got mentioned with Orlando. Yeah, go a little farther north up and get to Raleigh, yeah. So when we try, you know, and again, I like, I'm going to stay on the East Coast. I don't want this to cost me a fortune. You know, I know there's great food in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all you have to do is deal with that traffic. Well, Savannah, you can take the train <laughs> right, from Orlando. Exactly. <laughs> and that, for you, Jim, oh. I know that, just, you know, seriously, I've done the train to Savannah. What's that like? Oh, it's very easy. And is it you, really? It's a, it's a, it, parts of it are really, you know, you're going to do some stuff. You can take it right out of Winter Park. Right. And you can take it up. And actually, the train station is really close enough to the downtown area that you're right in the heart of it. There's a, there is a group of people who actually do girls' weekends and guys' weekend to Savannah by just, you know, leave your car behind. Your, hop on the train and go, Hop huh? on the train and go. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, my daughter did a train trip early. God, she was only, man, I don't know how old she was, maybe 18, right before she went in the military and she did a train trip. And I was terrified. Because it's a train and there's planes. And <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but they can fly and it's very fast. But they, she's actually done a lot of yeah. – uh, she loves a train. She goes, you just I, get actually, on it and grab a drink and let everybody else drive. My husband you. and I have taken the train to New Orleans before. Have you really? Yeah. You can actually, you know, you can – you need to go to Jacksonville and then take the one west to Jacksonville right, right. out of Amtrak, which is what we did. And um, actually it was – we left uh, about 7 o'clock at night, that particular schedule. This is many years ago. And then we woke up in New Orleans that morning again – a $4 cab ride to our hotel at the Monte Leone, and we were like... You're boom. And you're in the heart of it. And, wow, look and, at you, fancy pants. And it, but, you know... It was, look it, at you. Casey, she just dropped, like, the second most expensive <laughs> hotel in the entire city. Oh, no, no, that's oh, not true. Know, oh, you know, I just was staying at the Sinesta. No big deal. I just flew over to the Royal Sinesta. <laughs> $4 cab ride to a $1,000 Let me room. tell you, there are more expensive <laughs> hotels in New Orleans. <laughs> just call the W. Just oh, call no, the you others. Don't, you know, don't I don't mean, seriously. Tell. Although the Monte Leone... And it also has history, which is why we like it. And it's right now. Downtown, yeah. it's gorgeous. It's not brand new. People who go oh. there and go, 
This is not like, it, no. oh, no, it, it, has, it has history. Yeah, everything there is a 1,000 years old. And it's, the bar is moving. It's not just you. Right, exactly. <laughs> and somebody said, hey, where's that rotating bar? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to pay attention. <laughs> um, but the other thing, you know. That- Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, man, a primetime kitchen trip to Savannah on a train. Take some listeners. That might be... I don't know. Don't say it out loud. Well, that might be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, in case you want to get hammered in Savannah, eat some grits from Paula Dean. All right. You know I will be staying home. <laughs> oh, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, when the two of those go, well, let's go get hammered. That was, <laughs> now, you, see, you, we went to Colorado and had good good food in Colorado. And it's, it's weird. They do a lot of um, – so I'm a green chili fan. Uh, and out there, that's like one of the things you got to be able to make, like grits in Florida or, you know, uh, it's like uh, shrimp and grits in, in, uh, in Savannah, which is a, it's a South Carolina dish. But New Orleans and, and the other places get a lot of credit for making it because they've been doing it there for a while. But it's still really uh, it's really a South Carolina dish. It came through. But out there, green chili is their big thing. And they put it on everything yep. from burritos, whatever. And man, again, just to go into these little places over here in a little right. place called Central City, Heather. <clears throat> which is like an old mining town that now has like a casino with this little bitty place. And we popped in there for breakfast and should not had an unbelievable experience, had an unbelievable experience in Maine. The best breakfast we had was in a place that was two buildings that they built together. And it looks like <clears throat> a couple guys you knew built together. Right. Unbelievable breakfast. Right. And, you know, it's just important to – I keep a list. And even if we're not going to go there this year, I will, like, sort of keep a running list of, you know, something that's popped up in a magazine that I like to – you know, whether it's Southern Living or Garden and Gun or Condé Nast Traveler, you know, you'll just – Coastal Living Magazine, which is really great, which is not – used to be a Southern magazine. Now it goes all over the globe. Right. And you'll just see something or read an article and say, you know, we want to try that. So Spencer and I will keep a log of, you know, okay, the next time we get out to the – to Portland, you know, oh, we're, you know, next time we get out to Oregon, we're going to, we're going to go to this place. Were you yeah. telling me about this place you found in New Mexico of all places? Like you were out there eating and just like uh, good food out there? Well, we do, you know, it, it, New Mexico is, is, you can find tons of good food, but I mean, we did a whole lot of research in Santa Fe. It's kind of like a lot like New Orleans. I mean, really. Is it you, really? You have to, no, not with music, but with food. Right. I mean, you have to look really, I thought, look really hard for bad food. Oh, wow. Really? You know, for that kind of. 
Yeah, we uh, we did, we had done some research and we found in Albuquerque. We just talked to the people at the hotel, and because Albuquerque with Old Town being nearby, things started to look a little t- little touristy to me, mm-hmm. and we were a little concerned. It's like, well, I just don't want to eat in a touristy place. Where would you go? And right, so, right, right. Um, and we were only in Albuquerque for two nights because we that was like flying out and flying in. Sure, yeah. We were in Santa Fe the rest of the time. But, you know, it's just nice to have someone say, hey, just right around the corner, this is where everyone from hotel staff goes. Well, And you're there. And it's funny because when you're walking through the quarter at, at dinner time, like if you walk through New Orleans, 5, 6, 7 o'clock, you can tell you where you, uh, you don't need Yelp. You know what you see? Lines out the doors. That's right. Like Acme Oyster Company, which is one of my favorite spots there for charter But there's other places too, yeah. Felix is right across the yeah. street. Well, there's, yep. I mean, we actually had... I, this is heresy for me to say this, by the way. <clears throat> we found an herb char-grilled oyster at a place called the French the French Market Cafe. I know, it, I know it. <laughs> which has the big boil pot right yep. out front, and mm-hmm. you can smell it three blocks away. Yeah. We'd eaten breakfast there before, and we're like, we were just starving, Heather. We've just uh-huh. been walking around drinking, just blotto. I don't even think I had pants on, Casey. I wasn't 100% sure. And we, we walked. Yeah, that visual. Well, there went my year. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> And I was like, "Look, Tori and I said, let's dip in here because we've had a good we had a good dinner here one time before, and we got their char grilled oysters. And my oh my, were they unbelievable? I mean, they were unbelievable. And their barbecue shrimp had the heads on the way they're supposed to be, and it was great. But you're right, there's lines, there's a wait. Yeah. And if you're going to a place where there's a thousand restaurants and there's a wait at one, guess what? They know what they're mm-hmm. doing, and it ain't Yelp." That's right. <laughs> you know, it ain't Yelp. It, it, I don't just want Yelp to all hate us. Now we're getting all these Yelp haters are going to hate but us. How but, many, but how many chefs have you and I talked about that hate Yelp because you get somebody who's a competitor right down the street just flooding it with bad reviews, or somebody doesn't get the their or, water on time, but yet the rest of the miracle is great, but they're going to rag on it because they feel empowered. I uh, yeah, and I, I I've just working with restaurants now on this end. I've just seen a lot of people post things that are so inaccurate, and they really don't have the perspective right. And instead of flagging a manager or someone who could correct the situation, they decide to use their outside voice. Right. And which is so unfair and it doesn't (laughs) solve the problem. I I don't, I know of no restaurant manager in all of the world who goes to work every day and says, seriously, seriously team, you know, when they, when you're doing the team, how can we just make life miserable for everyone today? (laughs) Exactly. How can we do that? Because how can we turn away customers and lose money and go out of business? No one is doing that. But they want you to to at least be polite and say, you know, I need this cleaned off or this wasn't to my satisfaction. Every good restaurant will make it good. And, you know, you may not like – I always think you may not like every place you go into, and that's okay. Not every place was meant to please you. Sure, You may go and you go, you know what, this isn't fine dining, maybe not – it's not my style. Fine. Don't complain about the restaurant. Yeah. Just and, don't go back. And there are bad cooks. I mean, let's face it. You can get bad food. But you know what I find more constructive than anything, and I will we'll kind of close up the segment with this, is um, I, you know, this weekend I talked to three GMs of restaurants. Uh, one I pulled aside and I said, hey, man, you know, I just uh, I noticed this and I noticed this, and this was great, and this was great, and this was great, and this was great. You know, just pay attention because, I, you know, I just think it's important you know this. Right. And every, almost every single restaurant owner or GM that I talked to was appreciative of the feedback that wasn't caustic. I pulled one to the side. I said, look, I've eaten in the city for 15 years. That was one of the most incredible experiences I've had. Please tell your cooks in the back and your and your staff they're doing a great job from somebody who has a relatively discerning palate. Not crazy, but right. I, I know when it's good. And, was good of you. and this was great. So mm-hmm. please, if you could, pass that on because they never hear it. 
Exactly. You know, all they hear is, you know, this sucks, this send this back, it's over, it's under, whatever. I want them to hear they've done a great job because I think it just it makes them want to do better and provide even better experiences for people who will follow me as I go. It is. I think it's good karma, too. It is good karma. You're right. By the way, great passive-aggressive swipe this segment. I love that. I'm really starting to see your horns, and it's making me hot. I like it. Hot. All right, we'll talk about the uh, flavor explosion and food explosion finally coming to Maitland for Christ's sake. And events you cannot miss. That's right. Doing that next right here in Primetime Kitchen. Show is dedicated to living, loving, and learning about all things delicious. I'm Jim Colbert. I'm Heather McPherson, and I really thought the song was just going to take you somewhere else because you just sort of stopped for a minute like you were going to air guitar. Waiting for the breakdown. I'm up here jamming, man. I'm doing You are. Just winging it around like that. I thought you were going to hit Casey. I just want to hit him in general, though. Every time I see him, I just want to punch him in the back of his head. That is no way to start the new year off. I know it's not because he's so sweet to me. He does so much for the show. I really treat him like crap. So, Jim, one of the things I know that you're real excited about this year that um, you can hardly contain yourself hey, about. Look at me. Look at me. I know, because <laughs> everybody wants to have great places to go near where they live. Sure. Because it's just, it's so great when you go, hey, let's go out to dinner, and it's right down the road. Right. And you live in one of the great, near one of the greatest little towns. Yeah. Right outside of Winter Park, Maitland. We lo- I grew up at First Presbyterian of Maitland. Love it. And for years, you know, in high school, Lyman High School, we were Cappy's kids. Right. Oh, you man. Go to Cappy's, you know. You yeah, if you haven't been to Cappy's <laughs> for a sub, you haven't had a sub. And then, you know, we and, you know, thank goodness for Antonio's right. and all the wonderful things they do. Francesco's, who's come along, yep. really good. But there's an explosion going on there. It is. You know what? Tell thing? me about it because you're like, every <laughs> day right. I see you, you're like, another new restaurant. I'm so excited because here's the thing, you know, and I'm not saying that going to Winter Park's like the worst thing ever because, of course, going down to Park it's Ave. fabulous. Walking down Park Ave, getting some food down there is great. But, you know. And, you know, if you don't want to eat at Prada or Luma, you know, which are the, you know, the upper echelon dining areas on that. If you don't want to eat at Bosphorus or any of the places that have been there forever or even Scratch that's new. Or maybe co- you just can't find parking. Right. The Coop. You know, any of the great restaurants. There are tons of great restaurants. But I've been to Park Ave. I, right. You know, and I like something in my side of town. And you're right. We do have Francesca's, which is an amazing little Italian nice spot. Place. If you haven't been it. there, great restaurant. Chef, but don't go during soccer season because the entire thing shuts down and they will watch soccer and you will wait. <laughs> it's great, though. They're very passionate. It's very fun to watch. Uh, and I'm an Antonio's girl. I love upstairs and downstairs. I love all the wines that you can buy there. I love the little market stuff that they have. Absolutely. But you know what, though? After that, it has come to a screeching halt. You know, yes. Rangetsu was there for a while. They tried, but I think a lot of people just could not figure out what the hell it was. Um, Book has been there forever, and of course, we know that's family Italian dining, another Italian spot. Correct. But now we had now, and there was a restaurant that was there. They tried fifteen different things there. There have been several restaurants. I think you're talking about the old steak and ale <laughs> the old location. Steak and ale. Yes. It was a black fin for like an hour, <laughs> and then it was something else for like an hour or a week. I swear, it seemingly Heather. I'm not joking that they would try. I these didn't even concepts. get a chance to try it. Yeah, they would get these concepts and they would literally close within a week. Well, 
some real restauranteurs got a hold of this, and it just so happens that the people from Prada and Luma have brought Brandon McGlamory, right? Have, incredible talent have brought brand new life to that property, and they have really made something I can't wait. It's called Luke's Kitchen and Bar, and I already looked at the menu online, I and can't it is, wait to go. I cannot wait to try it because it's in my hood. I I want something to rep in my hood. I want somebody to go, what's good in your city? And I want to stop seeing the same restaurants over and over again. Right. And now with that great explosion of building we've had up and down 1792, because exactly. people are finally realizing, hey, man, there are other places than Domerick Estates and Maitland that the property's <laughs> still beautiful. We can make these. And that's what they're doing. Uh, we know that Teak is bringing a restaurant to the old Rengetsu space, right. which is awesome because and it's I love got a great little space. patio. Yeah. Overlooks Lake Lily. It's absolutely gorgeous. That's a great spring and fall space when that patio, the holidays when they decorate Lake Lily. I mean, there's pl- there's parking in the back. Absolutely. So, yeah, I- I'm excited to see that space get used. I was a huge Rangetsu fan on I Drive back in the day. People who don't know, that was the first restaurant outside the Ginza that they actually had in the U.S. Incredible set-the-bar kind of sushi. I think that the, the second Chapter 2 didn't quite figure out what it wanted to be. Off, you know, in Maitland. Right. And I just don't think it it sort of just never made it that consistent mark. And, but knowing that they had incredible pe- pedigree, you know, all along, I love the fact that the Teak people are going, going in and that entire... Div- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Development team with Teak just knocks it out of the park. And they really do. Time. And we can't wait because I've tried the food from some of their other properties and it is exceptionally good. Now I've only been to I've only been to Prado once, and it was and my wife has only been once or twice, I think. And of course, everybody knows the food is exceptionally good there. Right. I mean, two of the better reputations in the city. I think Luma has actually been called the best restaurant in the city, although nineteen twenty one sneaking up on them from what I hear. But um well, but but the same in Mount Dora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, they can be in Winter Park. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I'm really looking forward to having that ideal, that idea of food mm-hmm. brought to an affordable American bar restaurant type feel where you can go in there in a in a you know a pair of jeans and a nice shirt and have a great cocktail and sit down to a wonderful meal with a great vibe. And they've done a really good job building the restaurant out and I honestly cannot wait to go give it a shot. And I'm just so happy they brought some pedigree into right. Maitland. And I'm not saying the other restaurants don't have that. Please don't take it incorrectly. Oh no. But just something that isn't right. Italian in that area, you know? Right. Well and let me tell you something one of the things that your Luma for many years was always my favorite pick for best restaurant in all of Orlando. And one of the reasons why is because Brandon knows how to put together a total package. And by that, I mean it's the price point and the whole feeling. It can be date night. It can be you just stopping at the bar for a burger. It can Business. be it, you know, from Prado. Prado has its, has its image and it's clear and it's clean and you know what it is. It may be too much hustle and bustle for you. That's fine. Luma has its image and it's very clear when you walk through the door. You know exactly what the ambiance is. It doesn't... It, it is consistent every time. That is a successful chef 
and restaurateur who also keeps a team together that knows how to do that when they aren't there watching every single minute. So I think Luke's is just going to knock it out I, of the park. I can't wait. And I, this is, I mean, I was just like, look, I'm so happy to have some. And look, I think everybody kind of has parallel to that. I mean, you know, whether you live in Maitland or whether you live in Winter Park or Winter Garden or Windermere or hell, Pine Hills or out of Conroy, when a new joint comes to your part of the city and you know you do get it, excited. You know it's got some pedigree. Exactly. Look, can you imagine every place where like they open to Four Rivers? And we're like, what? So two great places come to Maitland. I think that's really, really I, great. I know we have some great uh, events coming up as we well. We do. I can't wait to hear about this because I think I want to be a part of one. Oh, you do. Maybe. Well, this is the fourth annual Feed, Field to Feast dinner is coming up, and that is going to be March 25th. It's from 5 to 8 p.m. It's out, out, out at Long and Scott Farm. It's a pricey ticket. It's 175 a person. Uh-huh. It always sells out. But let me tell you, 100% of that ticket goes to Second Harvest. That's unbelievable. So, you know, if you want if you want to say, you know what, I'm ready. You know, last year I don't think I stepped it up. I don't think I did my charity giving. This is one you can come to. These are the top Disney chefs. We're talking California Grill. We're talking Flying Fish. If there's a top-of-the-line restaurant out there, and these are Disney chefs. We're not talking about operating partners that are out. Right. These are Disney chefs. George Meliotis, who's returning at Disney Springs to Wine Bar George, is doing all the wines. There will be live music. There will be a raffle. It's really wonderful. This is the fourth year we've done it. And Edible Orlando is the presenting sponsor. Oh, that's cool. And it, it is just a wonderful, great afternoon on a real farm. Um, Hank Scott, the farmer, does farm tours. He's got a tractor and a wagon that takes people around. So you're out in the middle of... The height of the sweet corn harvest, which is such a cool thing to do. You've got the Disney chefs cooking for you. All the food unbelievably paired up for you. And seriously, you know, it's right here. Technically, the address is Mount Dora, but it's most of us think of Long and Scott Farms being in Zellwood. Zellwood, yeah. It's just where the zoning and lines have come out. Sure, yeah. Um, easy to find. You can go to EdibleOrlando.com and order your tickets. But Tell you order them this weekend. And what? What? I mean, how many? How many people? I mean, do they? They cut it off. They do cut it off. It's only a couple hundred people. Because, okay. So you really, you really do want to. Um, I think about you know. I think I think we've only had really a couple hundred people, which is. But that's what makes it. That, that that's why you want to spend that kind of money. And you know what I have to tell you? These are these the same chefs? And I'm just asking you this, and you can tell me yes or no. I mean, I don't know. Uh, are these the same chefs that I would have encountered at Party of the Senses? Some of them, but not yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, a, a lot of them you would have. Again, probably, probably at Party for the Senses, there were some celebrity chefs who were in from out of town. There were probably some local celebrity they chefs. Were. like at, you know, Greg was there, Greg yeah. Ritchie from uh, Soko and, yeah. uh, and Bowery. But these are going to be Disney's top-of-the-line culinary folks that are out there. So you are, you're going to Scott Hunnell from Victorian Alberts will be oh, there. wow. So, you know, all of these people are it, – it's, it's going to be a wonderful dining around. Their take on this – Every bit of the food is locally sourced. Every bit of the food is locally sourced that day. And a lot of it came from the farm you're sitting right. on. And it all, it, you know, and it will sell out, and you do not want to miss it. And after you go one time, I swear you're going to be you'll saying, make You'll just figure out how to go every year? Now, when do the tickets go on sale? <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like NASCAR. It's like, well, yeah, I yeah. want to buy my tickets again next year. I want these seats. Yeah, these, yeah. these right here. No, because that's the way, it, you know, that, and I think that's why it does sell out. The first one just knocked everyone's socks off. You know, it's from 5, five to 8. I kind of tell people to get there at 4.30. You are on a farm, ladies. No heels. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. Dress accordingly. Com- wear comfortable shoes. Um, come, You know, but get there about 4.30. Get a glass of wine before they open up the, uh, drop the ribbon. You're under a wonderful open-air pavilion on the farm. 
live music, you know. Now, and what's the name of the event again? It is called the Field to Feast Dinner. Field to Feast at Long and Scott, Farm, Long and Scott Farms in Zellwood slash Mount Dora. EdibleOrlando.com to get tickets and do it today. That's awesome. Now, I'll tell you what's cool about that. <clears throat> so, you know, you told me about the uh, Party for the Senses uh, about a year ago, and you yeah. looked at me with that Heather face, and you said, dude, go. don't miss it. you got to go. You have, this is one of those things you're going to want to be a part of. Yes. Well, what I learned is this, and that is a little bit of a pricey ticket as well. If you only kind of source out a couple times a year where you're really going to step out, whether it be an anniversary or birthday or whatever the case yeah. may be, I have found this, that the reason why the tickets are a little bit expensive, and I'm not selling it because I'm not making a dime from it. Right. I'm just telling you, you what I've experienced, right. right? You always get your money's worth because there's always endless alcohol, and you get flavors that you just simply aren't going to encounter anywhere. Now, the cool thing is you have multiple chefs from Disney out there cooking. You would have to go to each one of those guys' restaurants to taste their food. Yeah. Here, you pay one price, which would be way less than going to every one of those restaurants, and enjoy a flavor of all those. I think Party of the Senses is one of those things that I'm not going to be able to miss again, simply because I learned, as someone who is a cooking enthusiast, Heather, at least four techniques or things that I'm not doing correctly that I was like, wow, that's how he does that. Right. Because I'm asking the guy. Right. Because he's, he's right cooking there. right there. I can ask him, how do you do that? And that's what's really great. You're going to be sitting there with Scott Hunnell right across from you to say, tell me about this. And he's going to take the time to talk with you. And by the way, that's the chef of the most, well, one of the most heralded restaurants in the city's history. Absolutely. Victorian Alberts is the, I mean, that's where princesses and kings go to eat. You know, Absolutely. And you, you must be 21 over to go. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So just because of the, you know, because of the alcohol and what have you. And we don't want to. Uh, also, I don't think this is a small kids event at that price no. point. Uh, some people always want to bring their precious ones along. And oh, we love them in restaurants. So but but maybe maybe not this Yeah, one. maybe we'll take them in the corn maze and leave but, them. I can't, I, I, you know, I can't um, underscore this enough. 100% of the proceeds. Sometimes people are skeptical, going, really? Do they give them 40 bucks? Do they give them 20 No. 100%. $175 of your ticket goes to Second Harvest Food Bank. That's unbelievable. What else do we have? And we've got a newbie. And I'm <laughs> going to go. I've never been before. So I'm going to be able to report back the Ocala Culinary Festival. Ocala? Ocala. That's I know. Where, that's where Casey lives. I know. <laughs> you know, I... I, I, I I don't know if Casey's going to be going, but he needs to clear his calendar for March 1st through 5th. Um, but Norman Van Aken from um, 1921. 1921 by Norman Van Aken is going to be headlining a, f- a farm dinner at, um, out there as well. So you can go to OcalaCulinaryFestival.com, get all the details. Um, I'm going to go for at least two events. And I think it's – I'm just curious. I mean, it's on a farm that is one of the premier um, – Producers of Wagyu beef. Oh, wow, really? And it has its own olive grove, and they're going to be pressing olive oil from that grove for the dinner that Norman is cooking at. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Look at you. No, I'm not. You look at me like disbelief. No, That's I'm not. That's really cool. By, by the way, if you guys don't know, if you guys are just listening and don't know what Wagyu, Wagyu is the highest level, uh, best marbling beef you can buy. I mean, it is the, it is the premier beef product uh, globally. Right. And this is an event with several days of several events at different price points. So since this is the first year, I really. Can't recommend one or the other, right. but I'm going to go because I live in Mount Dora. It's kind of close enough. My husband and I, we're going to go up, and we're actually going to get a hotel room to spend one night. But You may have hang. a couple guys bumping into you named Jim and Tori. <laughs> <laughs> because we just, we, we like, just figured it would be a lot of fun to explore something new. And it's, you know, it's 
it, you know, th- this is their first year, so you know, give them a little leeway. Mm-hmm. But you know, they've got Norman cooking at the farm dinner, which you know, uh, Norman he, Norman knows flavor. If you're, if, you know, if he's your headliner, then yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to be there. And James Petrakis is coming. Oh up no to way! Cook, yeah, well, from Casting Lord and Ravenous Pig at the same farm dinner. So go to OcalaCulinaryFestival.com, check it out, join me. Maybe Jim. Maybe Jim. Maybe Anyway, Tori. I'll definitely be there for two days. <laughs> <laughs> also, you want to make sure you get with Heather on Facebook. It's Heather McPherson. Ferson, actually. It's M-C-P-H-E-R-S-O-N. Follow her on Facebook. She's a great follower. Puts up uh, not only great stuff about food locally, recipes occasionally, and you can check out her blog and her column in Edible Orlando. True. It's actually putting on that event we were talking about a second they ago. They are. And you can uh, find my blog, um, Heather's Florida Kitchen, and that's at HypeOrlando.com. And you can. And by the way, she's got a brand new cookbook out that you could get as well with great recipes that are locally sourced uh, foods uh, from other chefs as well. Uh, she's got a series of cookbooks. Get them all and <laughs> and support her because she's a good woman Thank and her you. husband's an amazing artist whom I'm absolutely <laughs> obsessed with. I hope he's uncomfortable about that. <laughs> well, we weren't until then, but it's okay. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, anytime you hear us talking about a restaurant on the show, most of these people do not pay for it. We're just telling you because we're foodies and we want you to go enjoy great food. So do that and you never know. We may be booking a trip to Savannah this fall, and we'll take a bunch of listeners if they're on a train. Who knows? We'll do something crazy okay, like that. I'm going to get my own car. <laughs> you can do whatever. I don't care. All right. Uh, also, let's see what else. Uh, oh, don't forget, January 25th is the next live taping of Primetime Kitchen. You can see exactly how we do this. We're going to pair up some great food with uh, beers from Goose Island. They're also a great sponsor of the show as well. Kevin Fonzo is an absolute monster. Follow him on Facebook as well. And that's it, right? That's it. What? I think that's a full place. That's it. That's a good show. Casey, can we go? Yes, sir. Let's get out of here. You've been listening to Primetime Kitchen on Real Radio 104.1. Kansas City, here I come. They got some friends and women there and I'm gonna... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.